little man. I will destroy you! You sound like a jerk! If you ask me, everybody in this theater is a giant sucker! Especially you! I was saying, Bruins. Give me some sugar, baby. I got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. Jack left town. All right, the record button has been pushed. That means that uh, it's being recorded. Yay! Bunch of dorks. 337, my name's Mal. I'm doing a solo show. Oh, it's been a long time since I've had one of them. Uh, We're going to skip this week, and then, uh, I don't know. What can I tell you? I can't stay away from the microphone. Crazy. Projects everywhere. Oh, including this chair I just fixed. Yowza! I, had to, I have this Frankenstein chair that's bolted together and crazy, and I'm, uh, uh, yeah, I have to do some more work on it. So sad. I don't even know what I'm going to talk about. Probably pro- talk about some of these crazy many, many projects I have going on and how I keep throwing more on there for some reason or another. Uh, you know, I, I do a lot of writing uh, on blogs. A lot of them come and go. They're kind of... Uh, just throwaway stuff, you know. And I, but there's one that I've been writing a lot of stuff on, the, the wannabe hot rodder. Uh, I think you can find the links to it. If you go to the Slow Robot A Go-Go page and click on those the, the, the photos, those take you to various places, you know. I see where the traffic comes from, and a lot of it comes from BOD or, the uh, or of course, uh, Dr. Morbius's uh, podcast as well, you know. It's one of those things where uh, when you write stuff, you can I you can kind of like sit back and analyze more like when you listen to the, if you've listened to this show a long time, um, you've not only come with me through the progression of mistakes I've made and things I've learned along the way, uh, but also it's more like free thought, free flowing, you know, lots of music, lots of craziness, some talking, little couple little things here and there. But when you write stuff, that's when you can kind of actually sit and analyze and look at stuff, you know. And the one to be hot rodder is things that I kind of analyze and pick even at myself. You know, I just had written one this today, um, analyzing how you know how how why am I aspiring to be a hot rod builder or you know like work on hot rods, my hot rod, not not like a shop or anything like that. Like why am I doing that when I'm procrastinating even fixing my old my old Nissan pickup truck that's been sitting out there in this baking in the sun, you know, uh, stuff like that. A lot of reflection. And a lot of that kind of things, but then I started thinking about all the goofy projects I have, like just waiting. You know, technically, I think at this point I could wake up and just work for 20 hours on all the goofy projects I have, go to sleep, and then do that forever. Like I could, like I just keep. I have so many projects that I'm waiting to learn and work on and build. And uh, you know what happens when you have too many projects? Nothing gets done. Yikes! Here's some music that'll get done. I think I'm going to try to do more of a rapid-fire thing today where I'm just going to, like, play, like, two songs from different people, then talk, then one song, then two songs, then one song. I don't know. Uh, see if that format sounds good, feels good. Who knows? Maybe it'll be the format forever. Probably not. Hey. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Whoa! 
from out of the crypt of the undead comes the movie's most gruesome terror. It's Christopher Lee, now more horrifying than his Dracula. Stop whatever you're doing and come to see The Blood Fiend. It will be one of the most bizarre experiences of your life. Never before have movies dared to show the unspeakable, unthinkable horror of The Blood Fiend. You'll be watching every dark street and doorway for dear life after you've seen The Blood Fiend.
Thank you, boob lady. All right, that was the monsters. Uh, I forget what I even played. Oh my god, that's so sad. Uh, the monsters. Name of track. I don't know. Let's see. Uh, Wicked Wanda. Yeesh. My memory is bad. That was the monsters. Wicked Wanda. And then of course I played the Hula Girls with Surfing with Von Franco. Nice, huh? Yeah. Mixing it up, doing some different stuff. Uh, it, it dropped down like you know for ten seconds. It dropped down to uh, you know a little bit cooler. So that was awesome. I got to ride, put the top down, and I drove my uh, little roadster to work two t- two days in a row with my no hair blowing in the breeze. I shave my head pretty good. I have hair. I just shave it short because I don't know. I just do. It's easier. Uh, and then, uh, boy, immediately upon it getting cold, uh, I start seeing those tiny little ants running around a couple places in the house, and I was like, well, that's not right. So I call the um, exterminator guy, and he comes, and he's he's putting the little the gel crap around to try and extinguish them, and, uh, you know, yikes. I guess as soon as it gets cold, he said, as soon as it gets cold, ants go into houses, and these are just those, they're tiny little, they call them sugar ants, I think, I don't know. I hate bugs so much. Ugh. So that was this morning. I sure can't wait for that to, uh, you know, hopefully get away. I don't like extinct killing bugs off, but I also don't like, or, you know, I don't like killing things, but I don't like uh, bugs running around in my house either, so they have to die. And I might have to call him back because I don't think he was in this room. Oh, I have a visitor. Come on, cat. Don't go up there. Uh, one of my little kittens came in to join us in the discussion and is now looking to climb all over the mixing board. So if I go incredibly wonky all of a sudden, blame Zoltan. Yikes. So yeah, one of the biggest things that I've been trying to do and working on and and trying to get done is uh, like a business venture. It's kind of like a whole big thing. I've been working on it for like half a year now and it's, uh, it's been difficult, but... Oh, come on, come on down, girl. Oh. It's been difficult, but it's uh, I'm getting there, and you know I, that's where I should be putting most of my efforts, because this is something I plan on, you know, selling and and being making into an actual business. You know, I, I doubt it would ever be big enough to replace what I do for a living, but you never know, you know. And uh, so I chisel away at that. That's one of my the main main focuses. You know, we me and Doctor Morbius from Parts Unknown, we're doing a creature feature for a couple months or we only did a few shows and that's fallen by the wayside even though i think we both still want to do it it's just one of those things where you're like oh finding time finding time finding time and i I work a swing shift which is kind of dead in the middle of the day which means you don't really have a whole lot of time in the morning and then you don't have a whole lot of time at night either okay zoltan has now left the building and i will stop being so distracted oof uh, and, like, and, and then along the same lines of the hot rod stuff, I, a while back I got a whole bunch of the pinstriping tools, the, the famous, you know, those brushes, the nice long brushes, and a couple of some of the paints and some of the thinners and stuff like that. I haven't laid down one pinstripe yet. Not even, you know, because you have to practice like a million times. You have to sit there and paint and paint and paint and paint and then keep getting a little bit better, a little bit better, you know. Never even used them once yet. Unbelievable. That's the kind of stuff that drives me crazy. Like, you know... I I have all these aspirations. I have all this stuff I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to grow. I'm trying to build, and you just spin your wheels. You don't even. You end up not even doing anything. You know, I have guitar lessons, and I have. You know, I'm doing this and doing that, and it's my brain is scattered all over the place. And I really got to try and focus in on a few 
I think I should try and do a, a less stuff, but do the things I'm working on like more concentrated. But I'm just that's, that's not the way my brain works, as you can tell probably by this podcast. Tell me, what is your secret? How do you find yourself in the right position all the time? That, 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 that's a good question. What, what happens is that the, the, the center has, has the ball first, and, and, and a quarterback will say hike. That's when the center puts the, the ball in, into the, the hands of, of the quarterback. So what I do is I, I start tackling the quarterback, unless he gives the ball to somebody else, in which case I'll, I'll try to tackle that person. Gentlemen, what brings me to my next point, don't smoke crack. some mud or something? Yeah, I did. And I'm going to be rich because I'm the only person on Earth who knows where you can find white mud. I didn't say mud. I said crud. You fall into some crud or something? You get some water, wipe off that crud. Come on, Mike. I'm not one of your eight-year-olds that's going to believe that. Shut up, Steve. The Astro Zombies, subhuman electronic transplants that mutilate, torture, and kill in an orgy of blood-splattering horror beyond your imagination. Their creed was to kill, kill, kill. Watch as a deranged scientist transfers beating hearts and throbbing brains from living bodies to create the Astro Zombies. Horror, suspense, and chills tear at your senses as Wendell Corey and John Carradine match wits in the blood-drenched color film The Astro Zombies, coming soon to your local theater. Watch it and die a thousand deaths. I'm alone, and a honey.
I will go. Hey, go. and why don't you go to these new places that you can go check out our musings, as it were. Oh. If you like the way we speak, you might really love the way we type and write. Oh, you mean our blogs. We both have blogs that you oh should go my. to early and often. Aren't we clever young men? <laughs> Boy, I'll tell you what, though. Yours is like crazy popular. What? what your People love comics, man. Destination Nightmare, my so, comic book blog. So what's the People web ad- love them. Yeah, what's the web address? What do you, how do they get oh, there? Oh, com, or just bl- or just Google Destination Nightmare oh, yeah. blog, and you know, there's, a, there's a thousand postings on there with a thousand it's comic so book crazy. stories. And, and it, that yours is the top top one on that search because it's it's amazing like, yeah there's a lot so of much traffic mine not so popular but hey you're starting i'm starting out uh, you're the little engine that could i'm hoping mine's called the wannabe hot rodder so uh yes what is it www.thewannabehotrodder.blogspot.com yeah, yeah. yeah i think it, I, don't, I don't know if the does in front of it Ugh, see, I, I don't know. I just write the post. Just, just Google it. You'll find it. It's on there. You I've done find it before. It. And you can go to my Destination Nightmare blog, and you can find the wannabe oh, hot rider and just all links. that. links. And the creature feature and all our stuff. There's just links there. everywhere. So, yeah, links. why don't you go check out those blogs? 
Uh, if you're sitting in a cube farm somewhere, toiling away under the yes. under the oppression of the whip and the thumb, yes. then, uh, you know, maybe, the man. It'll, maybe it'll brighten your day. The man, dude. Yeah, man, bringing you down. And now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to rumble! All right, that was the Stompin' Riff Raffs from Japan. I played Ghost Train, and then I played some Lulu's Marble, as I'm often often to do. I think that's how you say it, right? Uh, I played uh, Roadrunner and Louie Louie. I think you recognize the beautiful screams from Lulu's Marble. Um, I actually had a uh, documentary from Netflix. It was um, I Am Chris Farley. Uh, I thought of that because I just played that uh, the one clip in there, the one movie clip was him. It's crud. I said it's crud. That was uh, was, um, Chris Farley. And, you know, I had forgotten how much um, I miss him. You know, uh, he he kind of came along and did a few things, and I was like, oh, this guy's really funny, you know. And I enjoyed his enjoyed his physical humor and his and the stuff he did, you know. And you could tell he was more than more than just what you saw on screen. Uh, and and it was kind of a celebration of his life. It was talking to a lot of people that came up with him. And one of the other things I noticed was it was showing them, you know, back when they were like doing this, back when they were hitting, which was the '90s, you know, in the '90s sometime. And then they were talking about how long they've been doing this stuff, you know. And 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 I started thinking about Adam Sandler because Adam Sandler was obviously in that camp. Um, they all worked together. They did stuff together, and they were him and David Spade and 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 Farley were all uh, doing stuff, you know, at the same time. And I know that Sandler's movies get get bashed pretty bad. Um, you know, I kind of I I. I try not to buy into it too much because I like I watched the first ones. I was a pretty big fan of his stuff, The Water Boy, and um, even like even like some of the other ones. Uh, what was not Happy Gilmore? What was yeah? Well, Happy Gilmore was the one that was really really funny, the golf one. Uh, Water Boy I liked a lot. They had a couple that were hit and miss, you know that kind of thing. Um, and then they started kind of like like how it is now nowadays. Uh, everyone turns on 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 stars you know like they, they they let them do stuff for a while and then they turn on them and then they let everything they're junk and they're stupid and they don't care anymore you know and sandler does look older you know obviously he's an older guy um and he gets a lot of people say oh he's phoning his stuff in now he's not really he doesn't really care i he's been doing this for like 30 some years you know think about doing like doing your what you like to do, being a comedian or making movies, doing that for thirty years now, yes, that's awesome. But think of like the constant negative scrutiny and the constant negativity that these guys have day in and day out. You know, Robin Williams talked about it a lot. George Lucas doesn't make movies anymore because of it. It's almost like to me, it feels like it's gotten to the point where it's like too much. Let it, nobody lets anything go now you know uh if there's one little thing to pick apart that's all the media talks about and if there's one little thing that they can like jump on somebody about that's all they nag and harass about not some not the funny stuff and not and also like especially with these critiques of this kind of stuff i always kind of think what are you expecting like what what are you expecting from you know 
the water boy. Uh, if it's a lot, then maybe the problem's with you. Now, I'm not saying it's fine to make junk. Um, I actually kind of enjoy B-movies, B so it doesn't bother me. But it's one of those things where I'm like, you know, nobody ever seems to let up and just let things be. We live in a very strange uh, instant um, instant reviews, instant action, instant... Everything is instantaneous now. And it's, for especially people like me who are like a little bit older that lived the before times, the dumber times, the easier times, it's a little bit unsettling that it's like nonstop. Never... Never, nobody's ever cut a break, you know. And I, so I can kind of see where uh, maybe these people stop making movies because they're like, well, the hell with it, you know. You can't. They don't want people to do stuff anymore. They don't want them to be comedians, even though they've done it their whole lives, you know. It just struck me when I watched the movie. It's a very good documentary. If you like, uh, if you have like Chris Farley, uh, you know, or the, some of those guys, it's worth a watch. It, you know, then it, you can get it on Netflix. I got it the disc from Netflix, you know. Uh, yeah, here's some more music. Run! It's Godzilla! It looks like Godzilla, but due to international copyright laws, it's not. Then we should run like it is Godzilla! Though it isn't. Would you like to hear a song? There was a mushroom. Sad little mushroom. There was a meadow ready to cry. There was a sparrow, gray little sparrow. There was an eagle, silent and high. And the Lord said, laugh, children laugh. The Lord said, laugh, children laugh. The Lord said, laugh, children laugh. The Lord said, laugh, laugh, laugh. Then the Lord, he said, I created for you a world of joy from out of the blue. And all that is left to complete the joy, just the laugh of a girl and boy. Yay, 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 yay. And there was a garden, a beautiful garden, held in the arms of a world without joy. And then there was laughter, wonderful laughter, for he created a girl and a boy. And the Lord said, oh, laugh, children laugh, the Lord said, 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 laugh. How you doing? Peace be with you. Praise Jeebus.
hours. You better watch your friggin' self, because this is one doctor who does make house calls. Right, Mini-Me? Hey, assholes! I'm right over here! I'm Mini-Me! Come and get me! Hello, this is Sexy Lexi and Husqvarna. Welcome to their first CD. Now join us on our green VIP couch and grab whatever you want. It's time to fuck.
we came here. Get up! Get up! Nah. Prosecute him. Why you think you done it? Okay, number one, your honor. Just look at him. <laughs> he talks like a fine too. <laughs> and B, we've got all this, like, evidence of how, like, this guy didn't even pay at the hospital. And I heard that he doesn't even have his tattoo. I know. And I'm all, you gotta be shitting me. But check this out, man. Judge should be like, guilty. Peace. Yeah! All right, I started out with a combo platter of the bat out of Japan. Hmm, I'm getting a lot of Japan tonight. That's okay, though. Then I swooped in with one of my oldest favorites, the band that's been with me since bef- the the dubbed 420 days back in the old and before times when I used to do a TV show on public access. There was a Husqvarna from a CD called Music for Pornos. I played Intro, Stomping Grounds, and Mad Chicken Disease, which uh, those guys really cracked me up. I liked them. I had them and the um, Moron Envy were two two punk bands I just stumbled upon, and uh, boy... They, they were on the show a lot, and they made it into my regular rotation of my cars quite often, because I really dig that stuff, and they were really good at it. I wish they would have made more music. But bands come and go quickly. I've noticed that, or I've learned that over time. Uh, I thought they were I thought they were around longer, but that's not really the case, and, and that's okay, too. Oh, my gosh. Really kind of wondering... What's going to happen with all the... There's, of course, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about on air that the Paris attacks, the, you know, the ISIS attacks. And things are looking, or I don't know how they're looking. Things are being presented very oddly at this time. Uh, you know, the, 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 the presidential race is heating up, and um, I'm starting to wonder if Donald Trump is actually going to be our president. And that's uh, a world where... Putnam is in Russia and Trump is in America. I don't really know if that's good for every anyone. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it'll be better. Maybe it won't be. I I don't really know nor care too much about politics. I mean, I have my opinions. Of course, everyone does, but they're not grounded in facts or research and like that. They just they're just my feelings towards stuff, you know. Um, and then, uh, but boy, things are heating up. You know. Lots of bombing, lots of shooting down. Today they shot, Turkey shot down some Russian fighters, and you're like, oh, don't. You know, and then China's starting to ruffle their feathers, and um, this is one of those cases where I, I, I kind of think uh, maybe we should just uh, step back and let China and Russia take this one. Like, you guys go. You you, you got it. If you need anything, let us know, but you got it. You know, and let, let them do some work on ISIS and... You know, we seem to put we seem to be involved in too many people's business. Um, but then I guess if you don't get involved, then that's when you become, uh, you know, uh, they attack for some reason. They, they think you're weak. I, I really don't know. I don't have any answers. Um, the whole thing defies logic. It just seems like it's stampeding towards the inevitable end of the human race on Earth, which will be fine, too. I've stated that n- numerous times. The sooner we're out, the better off it'll be for the planet, you know. Uh, but... What are you going to do? Hey, we're in the smart age. I, I watched this. <laughs> there's this really cool video. I, I should link it. Or I should try to find a way to link it to the show. Um, that would mean me going looking for it, which would take all about 10 seconds. See? I have no stick That's the problem. Uh, it, it shows all of history 
um, in comparison to the map of the United States, like where where it starts out in California and this line's moving and it's like okay nothing and the first rocks formed and then and then there's like like slowly bacteria grows and it's so crazy and then then like it gets to like Pennsylvania it's like okay humans are are around and then you know then it's very it's a very interesting outlook I didn't really realize how many uh, global um, like um, I don't know how do you say it, like where it wipes everything out like um, oh, words escape me like global mass extinctions happened uh, there's you know and and you watch it and then you like I zoom in on and you read a little you learn a little bit more and then you go to Wikipedia of course and you know and you Google everything and it talks about like how 85 percent of all things on Earth were just gone and it's just like I don't know that much about Earth history you know I. I just know enough to get me through high school to college, and that was about it. You know, I don't even know that much about American history. You know, honestly, I probably know more about Japanese history than American history, and that's odd. But well, what are you gonna do? Um, so it did pique my interest. I'll try and link that to the show notes because it was very cool, and I, it was something I think everyone would enjoy. Well, not everyone would enjoy, it, but you know, most people would enjoy it. So I'll try and throw that on there. And as for the rest of the stuff, who the heck knows? You know, as like just like everyone else, you just go to work every day, and just trying to, you know, be peaceful, eat, sleep, make little use, and 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 go to work. And that's it. So, ninety nine point nine percent of the world wants to do. It's just the other couple that muck it up for everyone. Um, まあ、9時みたいなのがあるわけですけれどもね、そこに私なんか頑張ることを頑張り続けなさいって書いてあって、ちょっとショックっていうかもう何をしたらいいのだろうかみたいな、よくわからんみたいなそういう感じなんですよ
Times with the hell 
I think Preparation H feels good. <laughs> what is it now? No, nothing. You know what? I agree. Preparation H does feel good, on the whole. Well, I'm glad we're speckin' the same lingity. Personating an officer, resisting arrest, fraud, booking. Okay, Sheriff. What do you want from me? I want you to get inside the Petrovita organization and tear it up. How'd you know I was looking for somebody? I didn't. Close down everything and get out, or one morning you are gonna wake up dead. There's plenty for both of us. There's no both of us. There's just me. You've always been trying to get somebody inside for over a year, but there's a big leak somewhere. That's why no one but me will know about you. Nobody. Let him know that nothing is safe. This must be what they mean by poetic justice. It's your turn. You kill anybody? Yeah. You want names and addresses? This is Natalia. She is my sister. She is number four prostitute in all of Kazakhstan. Nice. All right. And then I, through the magic of podcasting, I was like, hey, I, I like how I talked about how awesome Moron Envy was. So why not, instead of telling you, why don't I show you how great they are by playing some of their songs? Of course, I played Moron Envy. The CD is called A Temporary Escape from Insanity. I played uh, Be A Mare I Can, Come On 7, Sam I Am, and Love, Bah Humbug. Good stuff. Aren't they good? I told you they were awesome. 
Uh, I guess that's going to be it for this week. Uh, thanks for tuning in and listening to this solo show. Uh, I hope you made it through the whole show. Uh, I promise next week we'll be back to normal. Uh, I'm sure Dr. Morbius and others might be att- in attendance. Probably just Dr. Morbius. I'm not that fun to be around, sadly. Uh, but uh, we'll, we'll, you know, I'll try and be funnier next week. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, this has been the Bunch of Dorks Show 337. Mao out. This is Al Lindsay of Brownwood, Texas. Now, Mr. Holden, this thing is called in the flesh eating animals for artificial means is nothing new. It's been practiced for ages. My general idea is to make your call sound as much like a rabbit in distress as possible. Since rabbits of different ages, sex, and species have different voices, and since the manner condition under which you might be heard or called has them to, to cause them to cry differently, there's no such a thing as actually duplicating the cry of a rabbit by artificial means. Now, the flesh-eating animal lives on rats, mice, squirrels, birds, chickens, and so forth. <clears throat> and all those things make a different racket when hurt to what a rabbit does. Still, the flesh-eating animal will go to it just the same. So, if anyone will uh, think along that line, why, he will employ his call as near in those manners as possible. He'll have better luck. Fifty percent of your luck is going to depend on your ability to get within hearing of the animal without them knowing of your presence. Now, they only have three ways of knowing. One, their sense of sight. One, their sense of smell. And one, their sense of hearing. So if you'll approach the area, you're going to call over against the wind as inconspicuously as possible, and above all things, quietly, you'll have a lot more luck. Now, some fellas using these calls believes in blowing it continuously, something like a rabbit squeal. Others believe in blowing it irremittingly like this. about that length of time and that manner as near as possible and wait five or six seconds and follow it up with another one just like it. Now, since these animals are hunters by nature, I believe if I were you, I'd remain silent for the next four or five minutes and give them an opportunity to hunt where that sound came from. Now at the end of that length of time, if nothing has shown up, I'd blow the call in a subdued manner and of a shorter duration like this. Do that every two or three minutes for the next 10 or 15 minutes. Stay in one place about 30 minutes. Give them a chance to get to you. They can hear the call over a considerable distance. Depends on the terrain the sound got to travel over and the wind. 
early in the morning from daylight till 9 or 10 o'clock or the middle of the afternoon to dark is an awful good time to try it and I hope 